everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the In The Truck Podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Brown. So today we're going to talk about the United Kingdom losing its absolute total mind. So Friday's, well, it turned into Saturday's podcast was about just don't be insane. And the United Kingdom is not taking that advice and they're being insane. So you got to kind of start at the beginning with this thing. There's a character in the United Kingdom, or in England, I guess, named Tommy Robinson. That's not his real name. He goes by Tommy Robinson. But essentially, he's very vocally opposed to the Islamization of England and also, I guess, Europe generally. At one time, he was a founder, and he led an organization called the English Defense League, um, sort of a fringe political group. On the English political spectrum, Tommy Robinson is about as far right as you possibly can get. Um, And he wrote a book and sold some copies, and he gives talks, and some people go. I mean, he's not going to be prime minister or anything. He's he's got a different take on the events and what's going on there. He's not a violent guy, but he fights back. So people attack him because they don't like his views, and he fights back. But England, England has like that sort of street fighting culture. Uh, that football hooligan thing. It's something that they do. So he's part of that. And they, you know, So he's been arrested a bunch of times for a bunch of different things. And they try to shut him down and shut him up and all this stuff. So then last week, a guy who essentially... I mean, you're talking about people who are so insignificant that there's not even a Wikipedia page about them. <laughs> but this goes back to the podcast from Saturday about just don't be insane. Because... By what they did, with the United Kingdom's border patrol or security, whatever, did, essentially, now you've made irrelevant, insignificant people household names all over the world. So there's this guy named Martin Selner, and I guess his female companion, which which some media reports have suggested is romantically entangled, but I don't think that's relevant, Brittany Pettibone. So Brittany Pettibone is a 25-year-old young woman who works at uh, Rebel Media, which is a Canadian... I think even in Canada they call it far right. Essentially, it's a conservative uh, media outlet, and um, they, it's a subscription-based project, and you get paid by how many people watch your thing. And so they're really encouraged to kind of go out and make headlines because that's where you get your money. That's how you get paid. So, but anyway, so Brittany Pettibone's over there. She's an attractive young lady, conservative, I guess, and. Um, she was with this Martin Selner character who's um, part of an organization in Austria about the you know, European identity politics. You know, identity politics left and right is the same garbage, but whatever. Right-wing identity politics, same thing. Opposed to the Islamization of Austria and Europe generally. Which is opinion. I mean, I, I just can't get over people being terrified of an opinion. Right? I, I, I literally don't understand. Like in Germany, they took on a million migrants just in a couple of years. And if you're opposed to that, you're right-wing, Nazi, whatever. Why? Like, you can't, you can't see... A, maybe you see a positive in that. But maybe somebody else sees a negative in that. You can't have a discussion about it? Nope. Full-on crazy. So, Sounders going with Pettibone to England, and the purpose of their visit was, I guess, he was going to give a speech with a English and Irish identity group, and you know, somebody who's had some success with that in Austria, apparently. I, although I don't know how much success he's had because he's, he doesn't really have any credentials, but uh, he's got a name. They've invited him to this 
to this gathering and he's going to go give a talk there and then she or they both were going to interview Tommy Robinson Tommy Robinson interviews all the time I've seen him on American uh, nightly news TV talking about things that go on I know they had him on after the uh, the bombing at the, the that pop concert you know he's a guy who knows a lot about a lot of things and he's sort of on the front lines of this mess over there so when there's stuff with, that has to do with Islamic terror in England he is um, yeah he's a guy people talk to he, he does media all the time so they're going to go interview him well if they're going to go interview him it's going to go on the Rebel TV which like I said is a subscription based Canadian conservative news outlet I don't know what their total reach is but it's not significant it's not the world even if you didn't want Tommy Robinson's message to get out uh, letting him go on the rebel is probably, <laughs> probably as uh, benign as humanly possible. But anyway, so what they did is they arrested them. And they didn't just, like, detain them. They actually sent them to jail. So these two people from out of the country trying to enter the country. I'm assuming they have visas of some kind. I think from America to England, you don't even really need a visa, but whatever. And they were insult- they were arrested and imprisoned, jailed, for quote-unquote inciting tensions between local communities. Well, I actually agree with that, right? Like, identity politics does incite tensions between communities. That's the purpose of identity politics. And the left doesn't mind playing identity politics all day long. I guess, God forbid, you play on the right. It's equally dumb. They're both stupid. It's stupid ideologies. But, whatever. If we're going to play identity politics, let's play identity politics. I guess. I personally have no interest in it. But I think it's silly if you're going to play identity politics on the left and then say, oh, no, nobody else can play. Like, we're the only ones playing this game. So they ended up jailed. One guy one guy opposes uh, unlimited migration to Europe and the other's a female reporter from Canada. <laughs> they try to go to the United Kingdom and they get jailed before they even touch the ground and do anything. Essentially for thought crime, right? You don't agree with what's going on? You want to talk to a guy over here who doesn't agree with what's going on? jail straight to jail so like I said these are both insignificant people with no media presence it's not a big deal not the end of the world you could have blown the whole thing off as being like oh some some uh, over zealous border agents immigration officials or whatever made a mistake hey we're sorry and then kick them out but they got deported so I went through some legal process. They were released from jail and both deported from England. So that was the beginning of last week, middle of last week. I really ignored it because, like I said, they're not like big significant media figures. They weren't trying to do anything that was groundbreaking or exciting. They were just going to interview a guy who's been interviewed a hundred times. Okay, fine. But then Lauren Southern. See, Lauren Southern is a much more significant media figure. She also is Canadian, also was with the Rebel, uh, was much more successful. Um, or more well-known than, than Brittany Petty, in part because she's she was connected with Gavin McInnes on a few projects. They, they did a few things. She's appeared on his show a number of times. And she left The Rebel and went out on her own, essentially to be like a YouTube journalist and not some like cult of amateurish, amateurish uh, journalist like this podcast, <laughs> but but a real journalist. And she's uh, she's actually had uh, has attended White House press briefings. She has real credentials. And most recently, she went to South Africa um, and, and interviewed people about farm attacks and, and uh, video was going on. I guess she's actually got footage of cannibalism that was going on or that is going on there. I don't know if that's been released or not yet. This has been talked about. 
I guess a lot of the footage hasn't hasn't been released yet. She released a couple little snippets and some interviews of people who lost family members in farm attacks. Essentially, she's just, she's just telling a story of something that's actually happening that the news media seems intent on ignoring. You know, there's no interest whatsoever in covering the insane insane. You want to talk about, you want to talk identity politics? The insane Marxist identity politics of South Africa, uh, where similar to what happened in Zimbabwe after the fall of Rhodesia. They've decided that they're going to take the tact of uh, white farmers are the cause of all our problems. We're going to take their land and do it violently. So it's very similar. It didn't work the first time. It won't work this time either, but that's what's going on. And she just sort of shined a light on that. And then she goes to enter uh, the United Kingdom, I think yesterday, and was also detained by border agents, you know, British border agents. I think she was, she didn't even get there. She was in France about to cross over the channel into England. Um, and th- you know, this is a, a young woman. She's 22 years old, guys. Let's let's take a deep breath. This is a, again, we're not talking about an actual dangerous human being. <coughs> she's not a threat. She's had her Facebook suspended, which Facebook later came back and said was an error. They mist- mistakenly suspended it. Um, which is sort of typical Facebook, Twitter behavior when they don't like what you're doing. They just mess with you a little bit. You know, if they don't have a good reason to shut your account down completely, if you haven't openly violated their terms of service and they don't like the things you're doing and saying, they just sort of mess with you. The shadow banning on Twitter. Facebook suspensions, whatever. Um... Her Patreon was deleted. She was involved in some sort of project where they were doing... They were doing something in the Mediterranean with migrants that were illegally crossing into Europe. Uh, I think she was just there uh, being a journalist, checking it out. Um, but in the process, Patreon decided that whatever they were doing was dangerous. And so uh, they deleted her Patreon, saying that uh, she was involved in activity that could lead to someone's death. And so they couldn't let her be on the on that platform. So she's experienced a lot of, you know, this sort of like soft harassment or soft discouragement. And she's just going forward and doing it. I'm sure eventually YouTube will ban her from YouTube. Um, essentially, she's a conservative who's telling stories that the left doesn't want told. and um, But not a violent person. She hasn't done anything to anybody. She hasn't incited violence. She's not a, uh, um, a racist that I can tell. I, I suppose you could, su- you could suggest that by covering uh, the events in South Africa the way she was that she was uh, maybe not telling the whole story. But then, the, you know, the flip of that is that nobody else is telling the whole story either, and she just picked up the other half. So you want to hear about how great the uh, post-apartheid Nelson Mandela communist South Africa is. There's all kinds of accounts of how wonderful it is all over the media, and she sort of slipped in there and started telling a story that hadn't been told. So, yeah, she was detained at the border and deported. So you have three uh, non-British basically journalists. I guess one guy's an activist or whatever, but he's just going to give a speech to a group of people. So just like Richard Spencer we talked about in the other podcast, he's giving a speech to people who already agree with him. If you don't like his views, you know, kids that don't like, don't that, uh, that might be convinced could watch him on YouTube. You don't need to actually go to an event. So they detain all these people and kick them out of the country and two of them they put in jail for an extended period of time. Supposedly, Lauren Southern uh, was asked about her faith, which I thought was interesting. Was asked uh, if she was a Christian. Uh, was asked how how serious she was about her Christian faith. And I guess she, I guess she's a Christian. I don't really know. I guess she's a Christian. 
and then was asked how she felt about driving cars or buses into Muslims. Like she's a journalist. She's got a seat in the White House press briefing. She's a real journalist with credentials. Like, what are you asking her stupid questions? Like, why are we so stupid? All you have to do is not be insane. Let her in the country. What is she going to do? She goes with the camera and she films people and interviews people and events and talks to people and then she reports on it because she's a reporter. That's what she does. Like, this is not complicated, people. All you have to do is not be insane. Just don't be crazy. That's all. And they can't manage it. So essentially, I just laugh. Every time somebody says anything about other countries being free countries, I laugh. So I used to live in Germany, which is a Western democracy. Um, and it's a nice country. I loved it. Great people, great place, beautiful scenery, you know, a lot of history there. Um, but there's a lot of things you can't do or say in Germany. And some of, it, some of it relates to the Second World War, but some of it doesn't. Excuse me. It's not really a free country in the way you think of a free country. Then Great Britain. Nobody ever talks about the fact in Great Britain they don't have the presumption of innocence. In the United States of America, when you are arrested for a crime, it is the state's responsibility to prove that you are guilty. You don't have to prove that you are innocent. You only have to prove that you are not guilty. Or you have to basically, you can't let them prove that you're guilty. Which obviously, and it's discussed in the founding documents of this country and correspondence between the founders obviously was done intentionally and they knew that guilty people were going to get away with crimes because of the way it was set up but they felt that that was a superior system to any system where innocent people would be found guilty of crimes which is the way it is in Great Britain in Great Britain if you're arrested for a crime you have to prove your own innocence which is much harder you know if you're home alone at the time a crime takes place and some witness says the culprit looked like you and you have no witnesses to say you weren't there, then what? Oh my goodness. I am so sorry. So, it's not a free country. And now, apparently, you can't enter the country if you have thoughts that are in opposition to the thoughts of, I don't know who, the individual border patrol agents, the government of Britain, uh, Muslim activists who get mad if you let people in the country who have anything to say about them. I don't really know. But I think it's completely insane. And you're giving a ton of attention to people who otherwise wouldn't get it. Like if I were Lauren Southern, an independent journalist, trying to make a living on my own with my Patreon shut down and Facebook messing my account and everything else, I would have tried to go to England too. I don't even know what she was going there for. As soon as I heard they were keeping people out, I would have rushed in there just to get a headline. I don't think that's what she was doing, but... That's better than going to Berkeley and giving a speech because you don't have to deal with the riot. You just go to the, you, just, you know, fly over to England or take the train through the tunnel and get yourself detained and, and make news news on it. It's all kinds of free publicity. So Brittany Pettibone, just like they've done before with other people, Brittany Pettibone now is a household name. Nobody has any idea who she is. And then her friend there, Martin Selner, same thing. You make them heroes all over the world because the whole world's looking and going, What? What in the world? Canadian. Canada, never mind. Lauren Southern and Brittany Pettibone, are, I believe, are both Canadian. Canada is a member of the British Commonwealth. They never declared their independence. They still uh, pledge allegiance to the Queen. The Queen's on their money. So you're saying that 
citizens from a Commonwealth nation can't enter Great Britain if they have the wrong opinion? <laughs> That's official British policy? Oh my goodness. It's totally out of control. And these are just kids. It's not like they're seasoned activists with multiple books and bestsellers. And It's not Ann Coulter showing up who actually probably could convince a whole lot of people of a whole lot of things if they let her talk. These are children. 22, 25, I don't know how old Selner is. Young guy. It's unbelievable. So I get that identity politics are stupid, but don't play them on your side either. But as far as journalists showing up in your country to talk to citizens of your country about something that they're doing legally, it's totally insane. I mean, it's bad enough, and it doesn't really get out that much, but in, in Britain as well, they arrest people for internet, internet crimes. They call it hate speech. So if you say something that's uh, insensitive on the internet, you can be arrested. And they do. They have divisions of the police that track people down who've said mean things online, even anonymously, and arrest them for it. So don't tell me other countries are free. Because they're not. You're not allowed to have opinions. You're not allowed to say things. Say mean things. It's not allowed. So that's it for today. It's a pretty short one. But listen, be thankful for your freedoms and don't stop fighting for them. When somebody starts talking about restricting freedom and liberty, just say no. Just resist it. Because there's nothing else after that. If you give up your liberty, you know, and it's, you know, England with the gun with gun control too. England, oh, we gave up our guns and everything's going great. No, it's not. You're not going to have opinions. It's good to be a population that people are afraid of. People think America's crazy. The internal documents that came out at the end of the Soviet Union show that the Soviet Union basically backed down with Reagan because they thought he was crazy. And now you've got Kim Jong-un, who was shooting uh, missiles off a year ago and is used to what his grandfather and his father had, where he shoots off some missiles in the United States and the UN come and give him a couple billion dollars. Instead of getting the big money, he got threats from Trump to blow his country off the face of the earth. And believe me when I tell you that the, that the rest of the world thinking that we're nuts and that Trump is nuts is a good thing. How good is it? Well, now he's going to give up his missile program and he's going to enter peace talks with South Korea and the United States. Talk about getting rid of all his nuclear weapons. The rest of the world thinks we're crazy. That's not a bad thing. It's a deterrent. All those nutty Americans with their freedom and their guns. But don't give in. Don't give an inch. You give an inch, you're going to end up like this. Or somebody from another country is going to want to come here to talk to other human beings about their opinions and get arrested. I can imagine nothing worse. And it reminds me of Reagan said about freedom and this being the last place on earth. The shining city on a hill thing. Shining city on a hill. Did I say that right? And this is it. There's no place left on earth. And what seems like minor differences aren't that minor. If you can get arrested for saying something that's insensitive on the internet, that's not America. If you can get detained for trying to enter the country with a with a uh, with a unpopular opinion, that's not America. Is that what you want to be? That's not what we want to be. So we need to come together on this, you know, among um, among some other things. But the thing we need to really come together on is the idea that you know our freedom and our liberty really matter. And it matters for a bunch of reasons. Obviously, it matters for us and for our way of life and for who we are as people. But it also matters for the rest of the world. And I'm not a big unrestricted immigration guy. I think there should be, there should be laws and quotas and we should follow those along. But for there to be a place on earth where you can come and be free and escape a caste system and escape repressive governments and re- replace thought policing. To have a place where people can come and they can achieve whatever it is that 
they're able to do with their hard work and their God-given talents and are just able to express their own opinion and live how they want to live, that's invaluable. And Reagan was right. We're the last place on earth. And we need to remember that. And when things like the NSA scandal break with Ed Snowden, he needs to be a hero. You need to put a stop to that nonsense. You know, none of that's changed. All those programs are still in play. You know, we need to fight back against that. We need to remember how important it is to be a free people. Free within your, free within your own thoughts. Free with, you're able to give your opinion. Free to publish your opinion, disseminate it. Free to defend yourself and your family any way you see fit. Free to defend your liberty any way you see fit. Securing your person's papers and effects. Unreasonable search and seizure. The whole Bill of Rights is so incredibly important and necessary and needs to be defended. And events like this week in the United Kingdom and this weekend with these three young people just highlight how different we are from the rest of the world. How that would never happen. As crazy as the United States has gotten, as divided as we are, as, as many institutions the left has taken over, like I said, the NSA spying, which is very un-American, going on, I cannot imagine, I can't even imagine living in a place where someone with a dissenting opinion is not allowed in the country precisely because of their opinion. Unbelievable. So listen, I hope you have a great day. I hope you enjoyed the the podcast today. I'm having trouble talking for some reason. And do me a favor. If you liked it, if you listened and found it interesting, go ahead and share it with a friend. I mean, this one was really more more just kind of like news-based, but retweet that on Twitter for me, will you? All right, y'all. Have a great day, and uh, we'll talk to you later.